You know me. I'm Jake Ebert, and I drive Hydra, and this is the RoboCast. My name is Samuel It's 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself and World of Woodrow. Um, <laughs> I like the gap there. <laughs> well, it's a case the... room, just in case we need to insert it later. Exactly, we, we, can, we can always do it in post. And obviously, as you would have heard in the intro, we are joined by the bad boy of BattleBots himself, Mr. Jake Hewitt. Jake, how are you doing? Oh, plenty happy after this episode, right? So Absolutely. Many, so many actually good fights after the previous week, so... I mean... I would I'd say last week's episode was was there. It was an episode, but this week, well, as, was, as you kind of said, it kind of was just so much more. There's a lot of excitement going on, wasn't there? You, you can't have a break and then come back to that. That's that's bad for numbers it, of viewers. It's a shame because you know, again, credit to all the teams. You know, it's unfortunate that sometimes you know the fights don't plan out the way you want to. But you're right that this week was a lot more. They probably should have switched these two around. I don't know. Definitely should have switched these two around. <laughs> if 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 you're in sort of looking at the as you just said you know it's the come back to a good episode you start off the season with a really good episode and you want to come back i wonder if they knew going into this season that there would be that sort of mid-season break for the um, march madness and everything or whether that was sort of a late game find out and no they we we uh they had the schedule out for us like which episodes we were going to be in and then they went ahead and changed it even after they had mm. posted the main schedule of their brackets mm. we they changed it, pushed it, so they they didn't know prior to even the first couple of episodes because it changed after the third episode or something like mm. that. That all these fights were a different week. Yeah, yeah, we'd we'd planned to have this guest on and that guest on, looking at all the schedules and everything, and then every week so far it's been, hey, guess what? We're changing <laughs> no, guests no, again. You don't. <laughs> um, Jake, the last time we spoke to you was all the way back at the start of season six when you lost to Endgame. Um, quite a lot has changed since then. You had that kind of, let's say, difficult preseason with um, with Hydra last season, and that amazing run through the bracket all the way to the semi-finals. And it just didn't quite work out um, in the end. Yeah, we don't talk about that season. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It started I mean, bad and ended bad. Just yeah. Like from where you were at that point, like like there was it was a, a quite, obviously quite a low, you know, having to fight your way to get into the bracket. I'm sure, but to finish as a semi finalist, that must have been quite happy at least because you know you, it's the it's the furthest you've got with Hydro. Yeah, yeah. Every year we went uh, one year, uh, you know, one spot further. So it was it was nice, kind of getting a little bit farther every time. Um, so of course this year we're we got to get that one step further, which would be the finals, right? So that's what we're looking for. And previous history shows that we have a good chance of making it. Hmm. We'll see how the rest of the season pays out. Yeah, no spoilers, sorry. No spoilers. Um, before we crack on with the rest of the podcast, we must, of course, once again remind you that we are sponsored by Robots Ruin My Life, the merch shop for the Ripperoni, Star Child, and P1 teams. The link is in the description, and use the code ROBOCAST at checkout for 25% off. It's a good deal. You might as well get yourself some excellent swag while you're over there. Jake, your Damn. season to date looks a little bit like this. 
wins against rotator and free shipping this is and a new graphic i know I'll tell somebody's you what, I'm... been a busy boy this week <laughs> i i did this about an hour before we started recording I <laughs> <laughs> um the notable omission there is the loss to tantrum obviously you know there was it was picked up as this big rematch oh yeah they they pushed it so hard and <laughs> of course me looking at it it's like oh yeah please please stop putting it everywhere i mean i mean were you, were you keen to fight them again after how things what happened last season obviously it was a very let's say contentious fight with the internet not, i didn't not need it. to have that fight again no really no not really no. i would That's... i would rather not had that one mm-hmm. there's a lot of other people to fight and you don't need to do multiples of the same time it's kind of like free shipping too but i guess in that case they were they could see the evolution of the two bots mm. over a few years this was like the same same bots mm. like back to back and there was really no difference so we've said for a lot of this season that the the committee who put together the, the fight schedules and everything this time round, i think i'm hoping they're getting it all out of their system in putting same weapon types together putting rematches together building up those storylines and things and the story being exactly the same as they told it last time you know it's it after a while it sort of goes okay show me something new um because we, we we've seen these fights and you know hydra can flip free shipping great can it still flip free shipping yep great yes it can move on um well you can't go against every you know top tiered bot they got to give you somebody that's not near the top but i mean free shipping came with a different design so it's it was different it could have ended completely differently in the first match i only really got the one good flip against them so mm-hmm. i true. guess in that case it, this, it could have been this time around you had your full three minutes <laughs> yeah yeah i guaranteed that yeah i was uh making right. sure i got all my judges decisions in this mm-hmm. <laughs> i i just thoroughly enjoyed the count out happening and then you go in for more flips it's just like nah it's, we've got time <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of time yeah you don't want to get that ko because you know i mean on paper yeah it looks great to get ko's but selection committee and everybody else just showing you know they they see what happens and the domination that it was. I mean, the couple fights that I did win, I mean, it really wasn't even close, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, we'll get to the the fourth fight a little bit later on. Obviously, the other fight, kind of, to just briefly highlight it, against a, let's say, a struggling rotator. Were you kind of nervous getting into that one, given the amount of trickery that Victor has up his sleeve? Uh, Victor was well much over his head before that match that there was no trickery going to happen but yeah mm. it was i mean to him he had to put the bot in that day or he'd have two fights the next day kind of thing so it was put it in pretty much week where it was still working kind of but i mean it's still a dangerous bot whether it's working with one more and i didn't know this at the time i figured he was bringing it in it was ready to work i thought just the drive was kind of irky on it but I mean, he seemed to drive it around the box pretty well. You know, he almost got to my sides a couple of times, but didn't. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, for some reason, he flew really far, like long too. <laughs> Usually Hydra goes up in the air, but I, the one flip just went like over top of the whole, uh, what do you want to call it, shelf, mm. which was like the best shot I think I've ever had with Hydra. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was it was fun. Plus, he's a dense spot, so really any flip is kind of more center of mass. Mm. Well, let's talk about 
some list of questions, shall we? We've got a number we've kind of asked about the internet, see which different social readers have got some questions for you, Jake. I'm sure you'll be pleased to know that there's uh, nothing, to, well, to, today to do with the cow catcher, although there was quite a lot who were asking about it. If it was going to oh, be of course, of course, yes. Let's um, relive that a few more times. But yeah, well, at least not? I'm on the winning end of that. Just think of Jonathan <laughs> having to relive that all the time. I Poor guy, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start off with... Zach, you attack on Twitter and Kokoto on Discord. They ask kind of similar questions and they start with who would win in a Waiachi Rumble between Hydra, Fusion, Sao, and Warrior? Uh, no love for Falcon, apparently. No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> if, if they're all going at the same time, Hydra. Only because Sao is going to get stuck in a corner by somebody else and then eventually I'll have to take out Fusion. And Warrior Clan will just kind of sit in the corner and be armored brick. <laughs> it, it probably won't die, but it's the quality of that bot compared to the other two, three mm. are not even close. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Hydra. Obviously, I drive the thing, and it's more of defensive bot. So, it should work just fine. But Fusion, Fusion would be the, the second hardest because it does have the wedge game and the big spinner on it. So, I got to hope that Sao kind of hits it a few times. I'm sure this has been asked before, and given that you know we've seen this season Blip fight Tantrum, is there a reason why you've not fought Fusion before? Would you, would you like to fight Fusion on BattleBots? Um, I don't necessarily want to fight my own bots, and we've kind of said that if we did ever get that fight, that it would just be us against the arena. So <laughs> it could be... I mean, Train Greg have a little bit of say on who it is, but there's other strings being pulled of whose fights are whose, but the the chance that... Waiachi bots have went against each other has actually been pretty good. The first couple seasons, when we got into the tournament, our second fights would have been each other. Mm -hmm. But until Hydra got in there, we've never made it out of the first round, so we never actually got to see it. So they've tried to before. They just haven't physically, perfectly done it in the fight night rounds. But mm -hmm. in the tournament, we've been matched up two times for sure, and, and possibly a third time, that our second matches would have been each other. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, James Williams on Facebook asks, would you ever consider coming to the UK with a UK live event legal version of Hydra to show the Brit Flippers how it's done? Uh, there is no legal version of Hydra that I could bring there. That's the problem. <laughs> they would have to give me a special waiver to use my accumulators, and then I can come over there and kick all their asses. <laughs> You've heard I think it here first, Shane. <laughs> they, they always say on the UK live scene, if you can catch a robot, you can keep it. And I, I don't think the odds have ever been better if the Hydra was going to be in the ring, um, because it, it flips so goddamn well. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And, and this season has not been any slouch. And I haven't changed anything between this season and last season. It's just, mm. I, I don't know why the bots are going as high as they are, but they, uh, they're, they're kind of getting punted. And it it's, must be really weird to be focusing on your bot driving. And then all of a sudden, you got to look 12, 16 feet in the air up at your bot. And it's, it's probably not fun. I've never been on the receiving end of this, so I, I, I don't know. So. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> yeah, there's still time, yes. Um, I, I, tell, I told a lie, there is actually a bike rack question that snuck in. Uh, Richard Hard Facebook asks, why do bad boys like bike racks? <laughs> I hope you got a big trunk because I'm sticking my bike in it. No, <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure why everybody's fixated on the bike rack. I mean, it could be something to do with the UK and, and Razor being kind of the same thing. Mm. Um, 
or just the, the blatant cheating that it was. I don't know. People should get over it. I, th I think Jonathan has already, so we, we can probably. I mean, at least I was on the winning end. So I can say, yeah, it worked, right? But it could have went like any gimmick against Huge that usually ends up getting shredded. You know, Bronco did the horn, got shredded. Everybody else has done a gimmick against them, has pretty much lost. So it was a, it was a huge chance. And we just happened to come out on top. You know, I was giving him bear hugs the whole time. I was I was loving on his body. Mm. So. If I had the arm reach for every time, or a little bit more arm reach for every time that somebody brought up the bike rack, I'd have th this much, this much arm reach. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and there's, there's that I mean, too. after that fight, it was the funnest thing because the memes that came out of it and stuff. And I mean, me and the kids were having fun with it afterwards, and everybody thought, "Oh, he's just." Jerk and is like, no, no, we're just chilling over here. <laughs> it's, I suppose, I don't, I don't know how to really describe it, really, but like, I suppose the only way of like putting it is like, you know, ultimately, there's nothing in the rules to say that you can't do that. Okay, yeah, it's a boring fight, but like at the end of the day, you don't want huge to wail on Hydra because it's a, it's a scary robot. And yeah, you know, uh, well, the chance that it wasn't a boring fight and I got ripped to shreds was still pretty high. Yeah, I mean, Dick, my teammate coming into that day he gave me about five percent chance of it actually working this i mean it's, it's like super thin steel tubing it was nothing mm -hmm. if he actually touched it it would have got ripped to shreds and then i would have got ripped to shreds so it's it was kind of my only option but really any vertical now should just have a bike rack they really should uh, coming outside of their weapon mm -hmm. that way huge can't touch them but when huge gets turned sideways their vertical weapon is still sticking out from the bike rack mm -hmm. and i'm waiting for somebody to do it because it's going to be the way to beat huge. Yeah. But but nobody's going to want to do it. They don't want to risk taking all their armor off to put a bike rack on. But I already showed it can be done. Definitely. Uh, Helen Claudio on YouTube asks, who do you want to fight most out of the teams you haven't fought yet? And who do you dread most of those you haven't fought yet? Mm, dread. That's a tough one. I don't, I don't know if they're i kind of went against a lot of the top tiers already the witch doctors hypershocks end games i mean any one of those is going to end up probably not so great i mean they're all pretty close fights but uh i don't know probably a big one hit wonder of some kind would be worse um Something really, really big spinners. I mean, I mean, there's always the tombstone. Nobody ever wants to go against tombstone. But is the <laughs> is he the most dreaded? I mean, it could end up like the megabyte fight where it just gets tossed around. Mm -hmm. oh. Something like a ripperoni these days. You know, they they've been doing pretty well this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing's dangerous, and while it's all over the place, gyroing. And that was that was kind of like an uppercut fight. I mean, I yeah, did true. take it to uppercut, but this one's maybe a better uppercut. I don't, I can't say that for sure yet. But yeah, that, that, that would has be pretty... chaos on its side, I think, which helps it a lot and doesn't help anybody else out in the in the slightest because you just don't know what it's going to do next. Right. I mean, huge is probably the still the biggest threat. It really is. It's if I can't use the bike rack again, and I got to go vert mode. Okay, there still is this, but I'm still not giving it a lot. They they got it pretty dialed in where it's it's smacking pretty hard now. So that that'd probably be my most dreaded, even though I don't want to give it to him. I have to. 
<laughs> and in terms of um, who do you want to fight most out of the teams you haven't yet? Oh, give me somebody easy. Somebody I can just throw around for three minutes. <laughs> that was supposed to be free shipping, but he died at the end, which usually he does not die, which is mm. strange because he's been ripped apart many times by spinners and never really truly died. I mean, one wheel and he's still driving around, but I finally took him out. So This felt pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you, you want to go against your friends, I guess, that aren't going to damage you too much. Mm. But... I know if I come back next season, there's there's a list of bots that I'm going to have to go up against. I know it. And it's going to be Riptide. It's going to be Tombstone. It's going to be huge. You're going to want to get those out of the way right away. And probably a Fusion one, just to, you know, to just, be dinks not, about not, it. So. Now we've said that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've set the precedence. <laughs> so I, maybe I'll just back out of next season so I don't have to do that, oh, <laughs> that gauntlet. Please, don't you dare. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've tried selling Hydra already. This this is no joke. I, there, it is ready for retirement. It's whether or not somebody's willing to take it off my hands would be nice because I don't like playing the ground game. I mean, Paul started the ground game and then with the wedgelet piano keys, whatever you want to call it, I kind of perfected the ground game and now everybody's just matching it. But it really sucks to have to play, honestly. I, I so wish they'd make a rule to change it. I think the... the it's not a listener question, but that sparked my next question is, if not Hydra, what would you bring? Oh, I would bring an uppercut, except the spinner can turret down to a horizontal. Ooh, I like mm. it. I like it. Yeah, so it's a tombstone that can also flip sideways and become an uppercut. I like it. It's a cool design. Yeah, pretty much totally offensive. No, no ground game playing, no fun like that. No, just... Bring a big weapon and, and hit with it. And see what happens. Other, otherwise, a drum. Drum, is, drum has been my baby for mm. almost 15 years now with Falcon. So, Not not new Falcon, Battlebots Falcon. Old school Falcon. Where middleweight, we won. middleweight Falcon. Middleweight Falcons won so many times. It's Yeah, that, that was my baby. Because it was just no real ground game. It was just weapon and go at people. It's really easy to keep your front end when you don't have wedges to stop you. Mm. All the time. Definitely. Uh, we actually had a, a couple of questions from Matt Spurk, the Kraken captain on Facebook as well. Oh, of course he would be in here trolling, sure. <laughs> uh, well, his first question is, have you started making the Every Show Needs a Villain plaque for Riptide yet? <laughs> I don't know why everybody thinks that. I mean, he's just, he's a little on the spectrum, but he's not that bad, right? We were pitted right next to him. So it was, it was kind of sad, actually, to see all the, the negativity that was coming his way. And of course... We're sitting right there, so we had to be nice to him. So we were kind of the buddy buddies of Riptide this season, which we didn't have to battle him, so we didn't have a problem with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did have like cameras all over our pits because I've, I've had one thing stolen from us out of the pits before. So it's we we could have seen any shenanigans that were happening in the pits. Let's say that. And we didn't see anything. So that might help any rumors that happened throughout the season of stuff that was happening with Riptide. It's, we didn't see nothing. I mean, we were right there. Uh, the other question he had will save for a little bit later on, I think. Um, Jim, mm. do, you want to, do you want to carry on? I agree. Uh, Lloyd on YouTube asks, given how diverse spinners can be in the sport, 
Do you want to see more variety and perhaps innovation in flippers at BattleBots? Flippers are going to die. That that breed will die if it continues to be this wedge war where any vertical spinner can put a wedge on and pretty much beat you 50% of the time. Being a flipper, you need to win 100% of the time or you lose. So mm. until the wedge war is fixed by either having forcing powered wedges where they got to have like forks that actually articulate, um, that way somebody can't just slap on little fingers and, and call it done. That might help. Um, but until that, people are just silly to make flippers. They really are. I mean, I have a flipper, <laughs> and I think it's a stupid idea. I mean, but, but, do but you... yeah, the, 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 the Ripperonis of the world and the Star Childs, um, the new types of spinners um, are fun. But everybody knows kind of what is what wins right now. Mm. So it, until that changes and somebody can go deep enough with a unique design, I think it's just going to continue. I mean, you know, when when you turn up to BattleBots like you have this season and you see the new kind of anti-Uta barriers, if you like, at the sides, um, does that kind of f- like, like, sort of like further cement in your mind, you know, what am I doing with a robot of this type? Sort oh, of absolutely. Well, <laughs> these particular Utas were anti-everybody else, not anti-Hydras. Yeah. I can still get above that bar. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's not flipper friendly, the box. It's it's bad they took out all the outer arenas now they're taking out the corners i mean they they banned the corners one season and that didn't help people still threw people out there so then they put up little barriers and so far it's kept people from getting out there but i mean if i get somebody in the corner i'm definitely going to dump them out there but it's just the floor meta where it's just complete trash really that the seams between the modules i get stuck on those constantly it's it's not fun playing the ground game and it makes anything but a f- spinner really but, difficult and if you don't play the ground game obviously i mean it, you you more than most obviously it kind of it's it's good as your chances but like it, like if you don't play the ground game if you're anybody then it's just like well i'm just gonna lose all my fights mm. unless you go if, unless you deliberately go about not playing it, if that makes sense right well there's certain spinners which starts the world that don't play ground games and they've done well because they are weapon out front you know they they hit people you know the same goes for death roll that thing literally rolls all over the arena and and does pretty well but yeah if you get somebody that has ground game you're gonna get hit a lot because of it which sucks because end game can just throw on little crappy wedges on his front like he does everywhere else and then he can now win before when he had to go with his solid wedges, it was, you know, at least the 50-50 that people were getting underneath him, he was getting it. So it was, it was a back and forth. Mm-hmm. But everybody that has Hydra wedges now is, you know, makes for super lame fights because they even had a little stick in this episode about everybody getting stuck on the floor and, like, yeah. It doesn't make for great stuff. No. no. Yeah, it, it is kind of not the most aesthetically pleasing to the eye. I'm kind of just seeing everyone just go... Just hit a brick wall every time they hit right. It's like, why are they stopping? Why aren't they moving? Why aren't they being aggressive? Well, I can't, man. I can't get across the box. There's a force field there, and I just cannot pass this. Um, Kyle from Team Hypershock asks if you could rework or replace one of the three judging criteria, so damage, aggression, and control, how would you change it? Well, one, I would want damage to not be just superficial damage because 
Hydra creates damage and you don't necessarily see it, but the bot's like, hey, the bot's not moving now. Okay, well, what was it? That you can't actually see it. So that w I would want to be more detailed. But otherwise, you know which one I'm going to complain about. You know, the, the control aggression style of, oh, I'm spinning around in circles. I'm being aggressive. No, you're not pointing your weapon at me and running around. That would be the one that I would want changed so that I can sit in turret. Okay, well, you're not coming into me either, so whatever. I mean, watching a Hydra fight live is different than watching it back because you can pause it you can actually see how much of a a snake effect we'll call it where you can see me lunge forward take an attempt and then back up back to my spot whereas a spinner can just rotate it's doing a gyro dance but it's literally just rotating at least i attempt to make an aggressive move at it mm -hmm. but yeah that that comes right back to the ground game sucks to play the ground game but it does. But it does. Um, you kind of already answered a bit of this question, which came from PB2 on 18 on Discord, who asked, uh, do you still have the Hydra Vert set up? You do. You discussed it. Um, uh -huh. Aiden Muted takes this further, asking, why have you not used it, if so? And Living Murphy's Law asks, is there a robot other than Huge and now Starchild you'd use it for? No, I would not use that particular Vert. Um, for anybody else other than those two because it is a big vert mm -hmm. and it's so big that it would be the most powerful vert that there is because it's literally like having sow vertical mm. it's just ridiculous amount of energy into it so i would i don't know how it would actually drive um i have <laughs> i have little forkies that come out the sides and the front so that i don't gyro dance as much or at least i catch myself from flipping over but i can't i can't put it in against somebody else but i was thinking about just making a little smaller spinner to put in there instead so i can do a little more damage definitely have less ke but it would be more like a, a fusion vert where it'd be a lot smaller but it would do plenty enough damage for what i need Need, need reliable. Fusion this season hasn't been reliable necessarily on keeping the weapon spinning. Even if you have a crappy spinner, right, that's just not doing any damage, but it's still spinning and still looking cool, mm -hmm. you get all the aggression, you get the damage points, you get all that good stuff, and you can win matches that way. Mm -hmm. Problem is, we always go for KOs. And the way the bots are built now, it makes it a lot more difficult to get KOs. Um, even you know, these really, really big bots and games, they're not getting KOs every match anymore because the bots are just more durable. So mm. I would rather go with something that's way more reliable, smaller, but... Hit more often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, would, you would be a lot more afraid of going up Hydra if it had a little spinner there than the mm -hmm. flipper because a lot of people aren't afraid to actually get flipped. They're like, oh, may I have another? May I have another? <laughs> We've seen that every match, so... It's very true. Um... Final question before we crack on with the fights uh, comes from friend of the podcast, Charlie Hubbard on Discord, and they say, as a respectable Wisconsinite yourself, the important question is Culver's, a worthy representation of the state or overrated garbage? Um, I do like their butter burgers, but I would rather go to Taco Bell. Ooh. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. We'll leave it at that then. We'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some fights. Let's, Let's talk about it. some fights. 
the episode there starts off. There were fights this week. There were some. There were some fights that happened. Uh, starting off with Lockjaw and Mad Catter. Battlebots fight of the week, and wait, it was apparently so. <laughs> it's oh, on YouTube now. I didn't get the fight of the week again. Team Mark was on a roll there for a while. They haven't put a main event as the fight of the week in so many weeks, and it's starting oh. to upset me. <laughs> I'll be honest. So. A, a group of friends of mine uh, kind of do a similar thing where we kind of rank which fight we kind of have for a kind of a bonus fantasy point, if you like. And this is what I put in, in there, just because it was pure chaos towards the end. Mm. Like, I, I, at one point, I'm pretty sure Luck, Lockjaw gets turned over and you just think, oh yeah, Mad Cat's just going to win now because it's it's done the damage. Lockjaw's it's, over. Nope. No. Mad Cat just dies. We did watch Donald for like two minutes not be able to hit that bot when it was completely defenseless. So it's mm. like, what is your problem? You could have won the match for a super long time, but he's like messing around with the little bot. And then when he comes in the Mad Catter, he completely whiffs with the spinner. It's like, come on, you, I, you had it in the bag. And I, then Mad Catter just makes that last run at him and gets a huge hit. And I do yeah. wonder whether Donald was just being a bit careful. Like the, the weapon of Mad Catter is still going when it's kind of stuck against the wall, isn't it? And it's he, he kind of oh he was he had the side so many times it, it was not even it was like what are you doing? Just go in and hit him already. But <laughs> we sort of love tapping it to go almost go yeah no, I've hit it. I don't. He didn't even touch it with the weapon though. That's the thing. It's just ah oh, man, Donald. It was infuriating. It really was watching that match, and that's why I would not put it as the fight of the week because it's like yeah it was chaotic and there was a few good hits in the first part but there's a lot of for... dead time in that fight yeah, that where they're just, just kind of like not nothing. doing anything and not hitting each other great fun it's one of those fights where watching it live the amount of time spent not hitting each other felt a lot shorter than watching it back and mm -hmm. that's not because they've stretched it out in the edit that's just because when you're there watching it live it's it's, it's, in it's in front of hits. you. It's yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Um, it was thrilling when when Mad Catter just comes back and gets that massive hit. We were like, oh, this fight's done. They're going to start counting. Surely they're going to start counting out soon, or it's just going to run the three minutes and Lockjaw's one. Oh, wait, Mad Catter's off. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, it just on? goes on a run and just stops again. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, do, how does a bot just do that? Just... He's sort of seeing the, uh, in the edit. They cut to um, Calvin, who just goes, yeah. But then there's, there's very little reaction after that because it's like, I know oh, that no. I've just hit him really hard, but I'm dead again now. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a, a pinned wheel or something that was causing it to kind of not Lockjaw be able to definitely drive. hits the back end a couple of times um, mm. where you can see then why it might start to crab walk, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. What, what was weird was I seen Calvin in the, the shot there and he was on a step stool, which mm. is really weird. I've never seen that he's, before. He's always on a step stool. Has he? Yeah. I've never seen that before from him. Huh. Yeah, I think he likes to get a little bit of a better view of the arena. Well, he's got to not be so short. It sucks being short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was still as tall as uh, Martin was. Mm. It's like, there's the same height now. He should Martin... get a really big stepladder out there. Is Martin a big dude? I don't know. No, he's not super tall, no. But they were just like the same height now, even though he had a step stool. <laughs> Um, it leaves these two, uh, Lockjaw at three and one, and Kata at two and two. Lockjaw's best season in years. Since mm -hmm. 2018, I want to say. I, I mean, they did all right in 20 when they won the they won the uh, bounty, didn't they? Okay, main season. Yeah, okay. main they, season they, was horrendous. Yeah. Okay. They, they lost all of their fights in 2020. Um, 
Yeah. And then they, they struggled through 2021 with smoking issues again. But this Do you is... know what? This whole, it was so funny. I was watching this this episode again last night just to kind of recap it for, uh, for today. And basically when <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Lockjaw's got three minutes of that catching fire. And like the last two seconds, it just burst into flames. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. God's those, sake. Those bots that like to smoke, they like to always do it. Fusion is no different. <laughs> People seem to call out Fusion a lot more than Lockjaw, despite the fact I think Lockjaw does it more. <laughs> it was I did enjoy Martin's um, little haiku at the start as well, which <laughs> just basically <laughs> called exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it, it, yeah, Lockjaw, you know, a positive record. I think a, a fairly decent season, all things considered. Um, only a loss, a, a, a small loss to Sawblaze, where it kind of got beached in the on the wall. Yeah. Who, who was their other two fights though? Uh, Malice and... Okay, so that's an easy fight. <laughs> um, who was there at the fight? I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. This is why we need a Steve. This is why we need a Steve. The, the, this is this is his area of expertise, or he's the, the gopher running for information? He is y- yep. very good at... Well, both. <laughs> all of the above. Um, who was it? That's going to bother me, that is. That's right. I'm looking into it. Phil, Dude. Sam, Phil. Um... Mad Catter at two and two, losing to Riptide and to Lockjaw beating Glitch. Glitch, Glitch, of course. Well, who's currently uh, zero and three. So a bot yeah. that doesn't move, Malice <laughs> that he can put the ass plow on, and of course Sawblaze is a loss. So I mean, for him, this this Mad Catter was probably the second hardest fight for him. So yeah, I mean the other ones are kind of gimmies for. So he should have won. Those. But you got to think because of the setup of this season, which kind of is the setup for most robots, but not all, is your should win, should lose, bout level pegging. Like, is Malice their other level pegging one? Or is Glitch their other? Because... I suppose on, on historical data, uh, and, give, give, and by historical data I mean Glitch's one season, where, where it went, you know, 7 Glitch and Glitch is their potential good match. Yeah, I exactly. And I then... think Malice is their gimme. Just because it's a horizontal, and Donald's been known to just dominate horizontals. Mm, I yeah. suppose so. Um... In a word, then, Jevon, obviously I know you know, and Jake, I know you know, but uh, in a word, lockjaw bracket, yes or no? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> there's, 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 not, there's not enough bots to put him not in there. Fair enough. Um, Mad Catter, I'll ask the same question. I think two and two against the schedule they've had, you know, absolutely beat Whiplash to death. Um had a loss to Riptide, which has been on a tear this season. Um, lost to Lockjaw, who's done well, and that that big deal fight was fantastic. Mm. I mean, um, it's put on good matches, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say yes, um, but at, at two and two, they're going to be lower down the list. Yeah, I agree. I think kind of between, let's say between sixteen and twenty-four, kind of in. That I genuinely of... don't remember where they end up. Oh, really? In the, in the ranking, I don't think we we ever got told where they were actually seeded at recording okay. we just saw the matches so right um yeah that's yeah. not a thing the audience gets okay okay well I, we assume then both of these two would be in the bracket but we'll obviously find that in a few weeks time um in the meantime we're on to fight number two we, we mentioned malice already uh they take on gruff this week not the outcome i was expecting i mean what? malice did some proper damage to gruff like they twisted the whole frame it was brutal and I'm, I'm kind of shocked to be honest <laughs> where's well, this been hiding don't keep your front end at 
malice, yeah, it's going to be able to do some damage to your weak yeah. little backside. Yeah. Uh huh. But <laughs> this, this is this is Gruff's match to win. I mean, this is what it's made for horizontal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, where where have we gone from the Tombstone match in 2019, which saw Gruff almost defeating Tombstone, to now being bullied by Malice for three minutes? If if it can't take out horizontals, what is it going to do? Because it's it's made for that, right? Yeah, it's, it is. It's really not going to take on verts. It's not going to take on anything with a fork package. It just can't. It's just not built that way. Mm. And I think, you know, the kind of... I mean, one thing I will say Malice has over other horizontals, I suppose, is is they now also have a fork package as well. So I suppose that could, be, could be a factor. But It, even it then, probably like, it helps was... a little bit, but a lot of those hits are still going to hit the wedge. You just can't mm. not give them the backside. And Gruff did exactly that, and Scott yeah, shredded. a couple of times. <laughs> Got shredded. Mm. There was that cool moment where they kind of held Malice on top with the forks and give him the, the full beans of the flamethrowers. That looked quite fun. But yeah, that, that looked like a really bad spot for them to be in, though, too, because like it's up by the flamethrowers. So mm. like you push him any farther, and he's cutting through the flamethrowers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have had those a little bit protective, but I'm surprised he didn't let them roast there longer. I mean, yeah, he should have got like 20, 30 seconds to just roast. I was, you can't hold them for, for 20, is it 20 seconds or 30 seconds these days? It is 30, isn't it? Depends yeah. if you're mood, moving them, I think. Okay. So I suppose, you know, you can hold, you can hold them at least for like, at least 20, maybe longer. Yeah, 20 mm-hmm. is the official grapple rules, but it, there, there's other stipulations of what you're doing with them in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I seem to recall there's some big holes in the front of Gruff as well. Like, Manus really punches into that armor, and they if gruff are going to come back they need to come back denser i think smaller. denser smaller and... and have a fork set up they need they yeah, need to kind of if, do something if they come smaller though then they can't corral people as nicely that that's true. the problem that is with, true. with blip has that problem where it's just so tiny that it can't like get good purchase on people a lot of times mm. so they just roll off the sides we've, we've kind of seen with lucky this season like how it's being it being so vast has been quite useful in in that aspect. We'll get to it a little bit later on. Um, Gruff moving to one and three, with their only win being over Ripperoni at the start of the season, and even that wasn't a very good win. They they were dead at the end. So yeah, they obviously lost a Witch Doctor who was on a tear. To be fair to them, yeah, uh, they lost a Quantum who was on a tear as well, mm-hmm. and losing to a three now three and one Malice. Is it enough, do you reckon, or do you reckon they've kind of just missed out? If it's enough, it's a very, very low position, as Gruff tends to enter into if they do make the bracket, unfortunately. But honestly, with the lineup and just how the bot's been working and or not thereof, um, I don't see them making it. It it depends who they want to match up. If they don't want a, a big horizontal in there, then they'll make sure that Gruff's in there too be that matchup right mm. we've seen that with sal plenty of times it gets into the tournament and then it gets oh first big plow right away mm. so they, they can still do shenanigans with their their bracket yeah. pickings to take out certain bots that it wants to yeah or attempt to at least absolutely so possibly for gruff but possibly not um mm. malice at three and one i think probably pretty good to probably will but low because its wins have not been great. Well, I mean, this one. It, it stumbled to victory against Emulsifier, didn't it? Um, it survived Emulsifier, <laughs> yeah. I think is is the way we say that. Um, yeah. 
And Valkyrie just fell apart, right? Oh, it was Valkyrie, and they won on Val- appeal. Valkyrie by appeal. Yeah, and then obviously this fight where Gruff is okay, one and three. So I, I, I'm kind of inclined to agree. I kind of put Malice in the same ballpark as Mad Catter from the previous fight, kind of in, in and around. I, don't know, the same... I feel Mad Catter's had a stronger strength of schedule or stronger. Mm, definitely, I would say it's ahead like, of lineup Malice. and and mm. just how it's performed this season. Yeah. Um, I would I would put a two and two. Mad Cat are above a three and one malice, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay, we shall see. I think you know, as I kind of feel like Gruff has probably missed out, but we'll we'll see what the it depends. It really depends on how many robots go like three and one, two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, who else goes one and three? Because if there are some big names who go one and three, um, then they get the, they get the nod. They, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a chance in this episode that. Uh, Hypershock could have gone one and three, but with a lineup from hell, they they would definitely have got in. Um, you know, even if if Tantrum are to lose their their last or, fight, or, or Whiplash, or Whiplash lose their last fight, you know, um, yeah, they th- get the nod. These are all yeah, course, all yeah. outcomes in which one and three is going to get over Gruff. Yeah, and I think so. Yeah, yeah, probably deservingly so because of the the strength of schedule. Yeah, I agree. I really should have looked at the bracket so I kind of knew prior to. This. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't I talk could, about the bracket for three or four weeks. I not to talk about the bracket, but to book. talk about if there was any like surprises to know right, okay. that there was any surprises. Okay, this little book has the bracket in, and I'm not looking at it. It's it's, it's a surprise for a few weeks' time. Yeah. Um. Let's not talk about some bracket uh, bracketology. Let's talk about uh, this. This fight between I don't know what you're talking this. about. This is this is top seed bracket. <laughs> this is the best you can get, man. I, I mean, this is like Robo game style. Right. Here. I will oh, tell sorry, you now. They cut the bad. best bit of this fight, which is the walkout of um, Numbskull and Wingerding. And I've been looking forward to that walkout for so long, and they cut it from the episode. And I will never <laughs> forgive them for this. Um, Maybe some something will surface at somebody video. I it. hope so. I really hope so because they put their all into that performance, and I will it's give, Oscar worthy. I will give Zack and Diana enormous credit for having that much energy whilst running two robots. No, Zach, Zach and Diana aren't on this team. Devon, it's okay. We, we can we can no, suspend no, no. the disbelief. It can be suspended for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Jake, I want to ask you about a little bit about Dragon King because you know the Waiachis have always kind of been like you know prided themselves on engineering prowess. You know, if you wanted to turn up with just a vert, you could do right. It's it's. But that's not in your nature. You kind of build yeah, outside the box things, right? If it's a vert, it's going to be super big and super yeah. gangly, and yeah, we want to be different, at least a little bit different. How do you kind of review something like Dragon King, which is just so different to everything else? Just set my head down and shake it. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's super cool. I mean, the engineering in it and everything, but as far as a competitive and battle bots, it's like probably not so much. No. Yeah. It's it's, t- it's time as as a combat entency is probably passed, I suppose. It is it's probably think, considered a work of art more than anything else. 2018, yeah. 2019, where we had Red Devil. You know, this this is Red Devil, but who's With been two to swords. China? Cleaner. Um, two swords, yeah. And, and cleaner, yeah. So, you know, it, it it was starting to not be competitive around that time. And But as suppose a showbot with multiple you know things going on it's great for that yeah but yeah absolutely Battlebots, it's not it's not this a was a, a great uh exhibition fight 
yeah i think that's or it's a, it's a great place for this sort of robot to turn up and and have a go at because it's it's something that you if you told somebody hey i make robots this would be a bot that you would like look at and say hey this this is what we do right yeah. but as far as battling goes yeah this this is not the not the thing that you want to show off no i will say you can tell it's their first time driving it the way that it is because there's so many actuating bits on on Dragon King. I'm I'm giving a lot of attention to Dragon King here, and we'll talk about Doom in a second. But like the 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 fact that I think they said they had to shrink down from four controllers and like four drivers down to two. Yep. And it's just it's just insane the amount of like mind processing you have to kind of get to kind of have, have everything pointing in the right direction, making sure you're grabbing things at the right time, bringing the saws down, that kind of thing. It's just mind boggling. They really made sure to use all of the bits on Dragon King yeah. this fight. This mm. this fight came at the end of a <laughs> Saturdays were long. Saturdays <laughs> had three filming sessions and uh they finished very late in the evening. And uh there'd been quite a few delays and everybody in the audience is kind of sort of starting to lag by the end of the evening. And then Doomba and Dragon King comes out and you're just sort of at this point wondering if you're having some sort of visions of I don't know what, but it was it was great fun to watch, um, and yeah, gutted they cut the first bit of it. <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk about with Doomba is the pulverizer disabling their chainsaw, <laughs> <laughs> taking the battery out. <laughs> the battery just flying straight out the top. It was wonderful, and the handle just coming off before that. Um, yeah, yeah Doomba's Doomba's something in it. <laughs> it really is something. It do be there. Um, it, it, it doom be there. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, yeah. I mean the the chainsaw does take out one of the saws by pulling Poking at it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it <laughs> literally turned, just threading the needle and going. Eh. It, it turned into a full knife Roomba and actually, you know, <laughs> cut off the, the chains and the and the saws. So yeah, amazing. This um, was a, this was one of the fights of all time. Of all time. Yeah, it really was. Um, and there's not really much else to say other than Doom no. has now gone Owen two. And... I don't think either are going to make the bracket, Sam. I'm sorry. No, to tell you. Oh, I don't think so either. That's a shame. It really is. Um... I thought Dragon King was going to beat Endgame. I had it down, but yeah, no, sadly not. Next fight: <laughs> the Speed Demons, Claw Viper, and Hypershock. There's a wonderful photo on the Hypershock Facebook page of. The green light's still on in the box, and nobody's in their starting square. Just like <laughs> they're, they're somewhere across the middle of the box. I will say, awesome driving at the very start there for Hypershock just to go turn drive because you knew Claw Viper was going in for the box rush, and Hypershock was just like, nah, <laughs> not happening today. There's a great little uh, video on the BattleBots YouTube channel where. Um... You see Pete Abramson talking to Kevin from Claw Viper, mm. and it you know goes into detail as to why Claw Viper has had this kind of leap forward this season. Um, the way that it moves is just it, it, again, it doesn't look right. It, it's it's it moves like a beetle. It moves like a beetle. Yeah. It does not move like it's in the real world right now. No. Yeah, um, but sadly they didn't really get a chance to fight against Hypershock because Will just decided, nah, not today, mate, and just well, destroyed it. <laughs> I, I had seen some of Kyle's post on Discord, and he was talking about how Claw Viper is running low on parts for this match already. Oh, really? So apparently they put a different set of back wheels on that were like super slippery. So 
and watching the match back, you can actually see that his back end, like instead of stopping where it usually would just stop, it kind of slipped and went farther. And a lot mm -hmm. of those times it did. And then Hypershock got the side and got hit. So there could have been a bigger issue where we didn't actually see it to see this speed demon at its full potential just because he was low on parts that way. And like kind of scrubbing off all of its speed with the wheel spin sort of thing. Oh, that too. Yeah, you wouldn't have top speed. And when he goes to stop, it doesn't want to stop because it slides. Mm. Some of the damage afterwards as well, you kind of see all, all the kind of the top, you know, arm and lifters set up all twisted and bent to one side. It was some proper gourmet damage from from Hypershock, you know, which we haven't seen all too often this season. You know, obviously it had a, has had a tough schedule, but, you know, we only really saw it against uh, Whiplash when it fought them earlier this season. We um, oh, we nearly to beast. I, I do not want to go against that thing. Never again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's scary now. We we had to go against this version in in Remars, and it it's definitely scary. And the if you you get up on its weapon, it's it's gonna send you punting pretty good. And yeah, it it touched a lot of Claw Viper that's not supposed to be getting touched, <laughs> especially when it was upside down. Yeah, and this is on a bot that's already low on parts. So. I mean, when, when Claw Viper makes it into the bracket, mm -hmm. it's going to be a hard slog for him to get everything back up and fixed. Yeah. Gives me shades of uh, Yeti 2016, who's beg, borrowing, and stealing by the time they're reaching bracket stage. And um, just, I think, I don't know. I don't know whether he didn't expect to go far this time or whether he did and just didn't prep for it enough. But yeah, I think next next year, Claw Viper, when it comes back, and I hope it does. Um, it needs to bring more spares if if that is the case, and just back himself almost. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, if we you almost... look at his past performance. You wouldn't think he'd have much faith in going mm. very far. But yeah, this was probably a surprise for him that it actually worked this year and it worked yeah. really, really well. Yeah, I think that the kind of the level that he's coming at is like you know, previously for Claw Viper, it's been too big. Fight. Okay, now that that amazing fight with Bloodsport last year, but like it's kind of like two big fights, and then it's. Probably, kind of fighting mm. whoever else is left basically sort of thing and then we'll go on to sin city but this year it's probably you're going to be you know they've got the four fights and then they're going to have to be in in the bracket because of how well they've done so it's going to be interesting to see if they can kind of keep the form going um three and one claw viper where do you reckon they're kind absolutely of absolutely and reasonably high up where do you um, reckon mm -hmm. i'd say mid tens i think so i think mid tens is a good shout actually because it's it's beaten top tier like it, it's beaten one of very few yep. robots who have beaten it beaten the match that should have beat them basically mm -hmm. so um yeah there it's going to be a an interesting bot might play spoiler in the bracket we'll see um yeah i think in and around maybe with hypershock actually because you know them at two and two they they lost to end game who it, it's end game and they lost to Sawblaze. They, they lost to real weapons, is what they lost to. Yeah. Everything else didn't have a real weapon. Yeah. So with with Hypershock, I mean, I suppose you've got to kind of consider, well, it depends which Hypershock turns up. If it's this Hypershock that turns up in the bracket, then beware. If it's, you know, Hypershock that got, you know, bullied around the box by Endgame, then we'll see. Again, history lesson the more things change the more things stay the same exactly <laughs> that's true i mean but i mean the bots that he went up against that had ground game he lost to that's yeah. 
pretty simple fact. So that's that's what his <coughs> his long run is going to come to is whether or not he gets spots that have ground game against him. Mm. When Hypershock fights Otherwise, ground he's... game, it doesn't. It plays monster trucks instead. And right, yeah, and then ends on its top and then upside yeah. down, and then then it's all kinds of fun. We saw it with <laughs> um, P1 last year in the bracket. Just used it like a stump ramp. Yeah, yeah it was trying trying to get itself flipped back over because they they stopped running the inverter and. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fun to watch, but it's like again, really, you're upside down again. <laughs> it's, it's it's frustrating to watch at the same time. Like you know, if as from no a kidding. from a from a pure competition point of view, it's frustrating to to watch. But from a, a spectator who, as a neutral, it's like oh great, you know, we're gonna see Hypershock do all sorts of crazy shit. I was having kittens all the way through this fight. I won't I'm not lie. surprised. We 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 turned up. Um, quite late for the filming session and um everyone was seated we got like as far near the back end of the arena on the blue side which is like oh wow you're late um <laughs> so we got up in there and then they called out this first fight almost sort of two minutes after we got seated and everything and i was not ready for this at this time and so i was just like i knew this fight was coming this evening but not first and not <laughs> i was like Please, for the love of God. <laughs> the stress of, of Jevon Woodrow exposed. Wait, why did you show up late? I huh? think we were out eating. Um, uh, this, yeah. uh, this was the day we'd gone to IHOP, but a long way away. And uh, we had to get back across Vegas. D didn't quite work out in time. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> the adventures of Jevon Woodrow. I think Woodrow it was that day. I don't remember. <laughs> David will well, be able any, to any day is a good day when Hypershock can win for it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this was just a fun match. All, all out. I, I was excited to see either of these robots do well, but more excited for Hypershock to do well. Sorry. Obviously. Cool paper. <laughs> Obviously. Um, well, I think they both get the bracket as we kind of alluded to. Yeah. Fight number five. Free shipping and big deal. Another great fight. Where's this big deal been hiding? Like, where, where has really it been? wish we'd seen it sooner, honestly. This this is the big deal I expect to win. Like, this this is a bot that I expect to win a lot, just because of the ground game it has. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of a small token weapon, but it does enough damage, just like I was talking about before. It's mm -hmm. like, you want to put on damage and not have it die all the time, and it does perfect. It sent free shipping how many times up in the air? Six, eight feet, so it was really nice to see a big deal that worked properly and the fact that they have the, the forks is like if the weapon goes down they've still got something else to kind of give you a hard time with is also mm -hmm. a, a brilliant addition and there's a lot power. of robots doing it now like i think whiplash obviously the spinner is on the forks but it it gives them a second option mm -hmm. um you now got big deal terror tops jackpot all doing it they've got these forks as a as a backup plan or as a self-writer or whatever and it's working out well for them yeah from that kind of bright start free shipping had at the start of the season, it's kind of petered out a little Lindled. bit. But I mean, the only thing you have, the other thing you have to consider with that is who they fought. They fought Minotaur and yourself, Jake. I mean, it's it's not exactly an easy run for for free shipping to have. Oh no! I mean, his 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 free match is the Gigabyte fight, and that's not a free match usually. I mean, that's yeah. a hard hitting bot, but that's what he's built for, right? He's built for the take on the horizontals, and him having to put on his spinner now definitely affects his ability to take hits 
because yeah. he doesn't have the armor packages that he usually does. Correct. Um, you know, on, on the flip side, you, you kind of got to think, well, this probably is also one of his free hits, if you like. It being big deal, but he just got no. I, I think this is his, this is a super tough match because he's yeah. not kind of a ground game guy. Mm. So that's Minotaur might have been his gimme fight, even though Minotaur is Minotaur. It's like he might have the best chance of beating Minotaur compared to the guys who run wedges and a huge gigabyte shell. I mean, he has the years of experience fighting them robo games or exactly competitions previously. So, you know, um, and, and that was a great fight in itself. Like it was very sort of back and forth at one point until it wasn't Mm -hmm. anymore, obviously, but yeah, I think you're right. Possibly certain, certain bots are made to take out certain bots, even though the bot is like, you know, top four bot, it's still made to take it out. So mm. it's kind of, it's kind of the wrong kind of like it's 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 the scissors to their paper, if you like, or yeah. whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, it leaves both these two at one and three. One and three for free shipping with three big losses, and you know, two losses to big teams and a big loss, you know, decent fight against Big Dill. Enough for the bracket, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. I think. It, again, it depends on who else gets one and three, who else gets two and two to see whether free shipping gets in. Hmm. Um, I think the win over Gigabyte he did have was, exciting matches getting his ass kicked the whole time. Well, absolutely. Yes. Both these robots. <laughs> so, I mean, the there's big that. deal versus Mad Catter was is, is one of the fights of the season for me. And, you mm-hmm. know, I think that sort of thing should be put into the mix of deciding whether you want these in the bracket or not, because it's going to put on a good show. And Big Dill was doing well against yeah. Scorpios before it died. Mm. So, again, another... And it, and it is TV show. You could lose all four matches, and if you're putting on a great match all the time for good for TV, you're still probably going to get in. That's yeah. what this is for. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, I suppose with that said, in a word, yes or no for free shipping? Yes. Yes. Yeah, mm. there's not... There's only 50 bots, so you have to pick. And there's a lot of worse bots out there that I could definitely knock off the list pretty quickly. Mm. Okay. All right. Jevin? I don't know. <laughs> it's difficult to say. I think at this point in the season, my thinking was probably not, but wouldn't be surprised if they did end up in there. Mm. Um, but I, I, at this point in the season, being there live, I don't want to spoil anything now, whether they are or not, but at this point in the season, when we were there, I thought probably not. Okay. Big deal? I think probably should have been. Probably should um, have been. But, yeah, again, at this point in the season, they'd had the... I don't know whether it's just I'm looking at the Mad Catter fight through tinted lenses or something, because it was such a good fight, but um, this... If free shipping's on a downward trajectory, big deal's on an upward. Mm. And, um, you know, getting their first win here against a vet like Gary and free shipping, having the great fight against Mad Catter, which it didn't ultimately win, but was a close one, was beating Scorpios. You know, it was getting better every fight, and that puts it in good stead for the bracket. So, again, at this point in the season, when we were there, I thought big deal had a shot. I think it would be ahead of probably free shipping or gruff, you know, for being mm-hmm. the, the bricky type of push bot style. If we're going to go with styles of bots that get in, because they do potentially pick off of that too. Whereas, you, you know, they don't want to see too many verts or a certain type of bot. So they maybe will give a nod to a, a flipper that's a little bit lower, but might 
diversify the final 32. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, at, at the moment, it's, it's kind of hard to say without knowing everyone else's records, but I think, you know, of the two, I'd probably, probably just swing it in favor of Big Deal, but only just. Mm. Fight number six, Apple Ultimate Fight of the Evening sees Shred It Bro and Lucky. There is some great merch of this fight now. And that's... Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it, it, it was kind of bullying. You know, I know we've, we've said, you know, Shred It Bro does get better as each fight goes along. However, Lucky is just kind of consistently very good. And mm. that was kind of um, highlighted here. Know, very good. Well, well... We'll knock that down a few pegs. He's <laughs> adequate for what he is. It's three and zero, Jake. Come on now, it's yeah, three and zero. Yeah, you know, his three and zero against who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, I, poor, he's, poor he's not even a flipper, really. He's more of a puncher. Mm. I mean, what's the highest he got? Somebody like three feet now. I mean, it's just enough to do what he needs it to do, right? And with the driver, which is actually seems pretty competent to know. Mm -hmm. So that's that's definitely. I mean, Lucky always needed a decent driver. That's yes. the one real downfall that it ever had. Yeah, and yeah, but very much in the sort of Matt Olson has has created a new a new age for Lucky, I suppose, a new a new way of life. Yeah. yeah, that's right. it. Um, because it, I think it was on the down and out, and it's it's not anymore. It's putting on good fun fights, and um, as you said, three and zero. Which yeah. I, I yeah, did not expect. Against Triton, though. Come on. Kraken. <laughs> come on. And Shredder, bro. Bro. Hey, now. I mean, it's, come on. It's this, the, this is the top tier of the F classes. This come is, on. This is Tombstone, <laughs> Sawblaze, and, and Minotaur. Just... Yeah, that, that's the equivalence of that. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> the toy versions. <laughs> um, I do want to come to Shredder, bro, quickly. I mean, the fact that they kind of got toasted behind the screws. Of... Oh, how frustrating. How it fits just perfectly. I know. It and it, it it fits so nicely that it doesn't even get touched by the kill saw. Uh, kill saws? No, the, the screw. It was kind of it was, it was leaning, against, leaning against the wall like, behind it. Didn't like, you know, just just couldn't get out, could just they? Nothing. No. Nothing. I don't think the weapon I mean, was working I, for I expect either. the bot to get better. I mean, his smaller bots are are good. Like, mm. really good. Problem is, he builds big bots like he builds the small bots. I mean, the one year, the drum just fell out. So, come on. Pain train. It was... Yeah. There, there's definitely been some learning curve, I think, for, for those guys to build yeah. heavyweight-style mounting of everything compared to it's not a beetle. Mm -hmm. um, but they're... They have growing pains. Mm. I mean, it was a brand-new build season, and I watched them in the test box before and like your wheels weren't really touching them and they're spinning so like no clearance issues and stuff like that so i mean it's a drum spinner and once he gets it driving and spinning he could probably do pretty well with it yeah in the horizon fight we heard the drum spinning quite nicely but the wheels just not touching the ground as they should have done um, yeah, we actually yeah. we went out mm -hmm. uh, with Luke from behind the bots uh, on the Monday before recording even started, and they were buying things to try and sort that issue. And it, it's still taken quite a long time for them to sort that issue. Um, Coupled with all the Vesk issues that they had as well, yeah, um, was ideal. But yeah, so it it was moving better in the second fight and this fight. 
but the drum wasn't working as well. So perhaps they put the whole package together for their last fight. Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. But yeah. Then that's their next fights against overhaul. So that's all wedge, all plow. So yep. that's probably not going to be a super easy fight for them either. No. Um, and Lucky's next fight is against Kobolds. Which and that's not going to be an easy fight yeah, for that's, them. That's, that's, that's a, prop, so that's we'll a proper test, isn't it? That. That's a proper test, isn't it? I mean, if, if they can beat Kobold, then, you know, a 4 0 Lucky with the win against Kobold kind of puts some. Then the, I will give it to them then. If they can beat Kobold <laughs> handily, then okay. You're, you're to a certain threshold of, okay, you're there. But yeah. not until then. Mm, it's it's kind of. Not yet. If, if they're beating them, then they're kind of up there and kind of think, okay, they're going to be a serious threat. But I suppose you're kind of right with the, the opponents. And the, the... I, I expect it not to be many, though. Many hits, and it's going to be done with, because that's just what Cobalt does. Yes. Mm. Cobalt is a, is a especially, mean beast. Especially with the new fork package. Hmm. Their, their Hydra-esque fork package. <laughs> eerily similar. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you have any contact with John over the off-season, uh, Jake? Or... <laughs> Oh, yeah. And in fact, <laughs> he had he had us make these prior to the Remars event. Oh, no way. <laughs> so we had so we had, we had seen these prior and um And you made Can we talk about Remars? Yeah. Yeah, go for it, you know. It was not? ages ago. Yeah. Okay, well, we actually went against Cobalt in Remars with this which the, their wedge style, right? And of course, got underneath them right away, punted them, and they hit, they hit the door without the the flippies on, and then they flipped themselves out of the arena. So it was like one hit and it was done. But I've I've seen these work. I mean, I, I use them every day, so I I know that it's a dangerous spot. But that's the one thing Cobalt didn't have was ground game, and now that it has okay ground game, I, I wouldn't say it's still the best, just because the bot gyros so much mm. that it really can't keep them on the ground. But they got the new drivers in there too. The well, old drivers. I yeah, guess. moldy. Generally new old driver. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I see Cobalt being pretty competent in the rest of the season for sure, especially mm. now that they got the ground game issue pretty well squared away. Mm. Somebody lucky, here might lucky. have um, Lucky's going down. Might have picked Cobalt to win the season. <laughs> no. No. Really? Somebody, somebody up I, there. I would not give Cobalt to ever win. I, I, I might have. There's, said there's this... always that one hard counter that can beat them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might have said at the start of the season, Cobalt would win this season. Who Absolute knows? Absolute madness. That's, that, that's okay. I mean, every bot's got a chance until you actually see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me regret my life choices. <laughs> um, our final fights, Jake. This is all you taking on. The... Oh no, not this one. Taking on Sawblaze. Um. Yeah, give us some kind of. How was your mental state before the fight? Give us, give us a little I know bit this, of a, a peek into the, to you. <laughs> a peek into the window. Yeah. Well, well, why don't you why don't you say it how it was first, and then I'll I'll comment. Uh, I think how are we doing? You said to us you were looking forward to putting Hydra back together after this fight, um, <laughs> because you thought it was going to yeah. be a bit bit decimationy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, for sure. I was expecting 50-50, right? Back and forth. I mean, he's got great ground game. That's what he's known for. Mm -hmm. Or sneaking around, great driving, get around the edge. I mean, everybody knows you can't get around Hydra for the most part. So that every match I go on expecting to get ripped apart and am glad that I'm not at the end. But I was not expecting such just an ass-kicking, I guess. And the first couple flips, 
he actually just posted on his Facebook um, of the damage that he actually took, and his forks went down too hard when they hit because they're they physically stopped and it curled the bottom pan down so after the first two flips he couldn't drive anymore mm-hmm. like he literally couldn't go anywhere because all the weight was off of his his uh forkies there so it was i mean it was lucky for me to get that because eventually he was going to get underneath me but long forks and him not getting being able to get to the side and push me up far enough to get his hammer saw in there and it was a saving grace that it, it went the way it did really um because it Sawblaze is known to take it to you fairly hard, and the rest of his matches were no different. I mean, he went against really good bots and just decimated a lot of them. So it was lucky. We'll put it that way. I I, I don't think I could win that fifty percent of the time. And well, of course, it was, but he kept trying for the front end. That's what and, they do. They people get hydra hysteria when they go and, up against this thing. Everyone thinks just like uh Maybe this time. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. They're not afraid of the flipper, right? So they just yeah. keep trying it. Eventually, if they get underneath, then they can do the damage. So they can just keep coming after me, after me, and after me. And then they, it doesn't matter to them. I, I, I think, I, I mean, I've never went against a bot that I've not been able to get under. And it, just to keep attempting the same thing over and over again. But maybe that's what they're thinking is just okay, this time didn't work. Let's try the next time. Let's try the next time. And they only got to get the one, really. Mm, if they yeah. get underneath and they finally get there, then they can do some damage. But he he got underneath a couple times, but he has no reach with the arm when the bot's poking out so far so he could only hit the front armor, and that doesn't really didn't really do it much. No. I mean, and he even... couldn't drive. He couldn't push me because he was physically damaged. Mm. So he couldn't get the, the scoop and slash like he usually does. The other question we had from, from Matt Spurk earlier on was uh, what was going through your head when Sawblaze finally did get you on the wedge the first time? Were you expecting a big, you know... I, I had full reverse and I was just going. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, that's not a spot I want to be with. I, and I didn't... During the match, I didn't notice that he couldn't really drive because I was trying to stay on him as much as possible when he was getting flipped so he would just, like, reverse and come right back down on top of me. Mm-hmm. But it's... You can see in that match that we both, like, first off, box rush, both smashing the seams the whole yes. time. So, yeah, this, I mean, the wedge game sucks, right? Had we have just had, you know, forks on or rounded stuff and made it a, an actual flipping battle or, you know, a driving battle, then it would be different. But you got to play the wedge game. And if he gets underneath me, he wins for the most part. So I, I have to win being a flipper to get underneath them. And apparently they're not afraid of damage. Well, like every other bot, they just, oh, I can take a flip, but I'm still working? Good. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite but work out in the end. Sawblaze is not a, not a good matchup for anybody. It's no. it's armor first, and if you even if you hit it, it's hitting huge armor, and then you, they finally bring down the, the attack that nobody's ready for and just smashing people. Yeah, and it is. Lucky. It is a beast. It is an absolute mm-hmm. beast. Um. We had another question from Connor Smith on YouTube who asked, who asks, um, with the late flipping that you had on free shipping and in this fight, indeed, Sawblaze, uh, was this out of respect for the opponents to avoid KOs or was this to troll the judges to make them work? Yeah, that's the second one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, on paper, you know, a KO looks great, right? And I'm technically wrecking my 
really good record of KOs and against and for doing that way, but it's it's not that I'm a jerk trying to get more damage against him because obviously Hydra doesn't do that much damage when it's actually flipping, mm. but it was a, an entertaining value mm. for for the show in general just to see things go a little bit farther, get some more box time in there, and I'm not real sure what the answer is why I want it to keep going to the judges. I mean, I'm hoping that they just pick the wrong one and the fans can trash them for another year or so. But... <laughs> I don't think there was any danger of them choosing swordplayers in this fight. I mean, but it yeah, was... it was it was just just to keep it so no KOs. Yeah, was, I don't, not not sure. I probably should have came up with a better answer for that. But <laughs> the refs keep telling you to re-engage. It's no, yeah, yeah, quit quit corralling. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> it leaves you. And Sawblaze both uh, three and one. Where... Three's getting in, I don't think. I mean, no, it's 50-50. No, um... Probably 32 seed. I mean, they, they were playing this fight up as a, a chance for top seed. Um, I don't know whether that was for both for, of you. For, or for Sawblaze, Sawblaze, I would say yeah. this, was, yeah. this was number one seed if he was if he won, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, Given that me, he didn't, though, where, where do you... Probably I mean... top 10, then, for both of us. Oh, really? Mm. I mean, our our only losses were to last year's champion and then him to me, so it's not really bad losses. And the rest of the matches for both these bots were just, you know, wiping the floor with their opponents. So it's Mm. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think any two other bots, even Endgame, had more dominant fights than these two bots. Mm. No, fair enough. Where would you put yourself then, if 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 you were? The selection committee, where would you put Hydra at this stage? Uh, the first one hurts me, probably six or seven. Mm. And then Sawblaze obviously has to go behind me then, so like eight, nine, someplace in there. Okay. Okay, fair enough. We will see in a few weeks' time where, how close you got. But, um, right, yeah. yeah. It's so, hard not to pick the right number, I guess. <laughs> or did I pick the right number? Or, or did he? <laughs> Who knows? Um, we have got a couple more questions before we finish off. Uh, mm-hmm. One coming from uh, Sean Peterson on Facebook, um, and they ask if they ever bring a Walker class back, would you build another sort of Wachi that walks again? Um, probably not a son of Wachi, but a, a walking death style mm. where it would be a, a two legged beam post, <laughs> and then each leg would actually have a spinner around it. <laughs> so it'd be two in in a pencil tombstones just walking around the box. It doesn't have to move fast; just has to move. So that's that yeah. would be the key. But yeah. you'd be five hundred pounds or so, plus you have magnets in the bottom. It would it would be an arena moving arena hazard at that point. Mm-hmm. I suppose the other question is kind of from me, really, in the sense that you know you've kind of highlighted a couple of times where you know you you'd consider selling Hydra and doing something different. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to buy it? <laughs> I have got, I we, we would, but we're not allowed to run it. Um, <laughs> so. uh, if you want to keep it and maintain it over the winter, we'll, we'll come. Oh no, no places. maintaining. Yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. I'll store it for you. Does that count? Okay. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll have our people contact your people. But um, mm-hmm. would it mean more to you to win BattleBots with Hydra than say your standard Vert? Let's say because like, how much would it mean to you to kind of finally win BattleBots with something that's just not the norm? If I you like. can't win. Battlebots. You don't think Hydra, so? I don't think. Really? No. Except for this season. 
but future season, <laughs> if, if I go to re- redo this, um, the you kind of missed the boat sort of thing. Yeah, if I was in Broncos seasons, I would have whopped the floor with all of them. Mm-hmm. It's just that's how bots are nowadays. Any any bot now, well, not any bot, but the top ten bots now could probably have won the first two three seasons pretty handily. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that it came in at the wrong era, even though. I mean, let's talk about Bronco. Bronco was dominant-ish in its era, and now with the bots escalating to the point that they're at now, but yet I'm still dominant or as dominant or more dominant than what Bronco was. It's just the evolution of bots is, has been changing, and it's only going to get harder if you're a non-big you know, big spinning weapon bot. I, th- I think that's kind of the only way to, to really do it because ground game is ground game's out right now. Mm. It's quite a somber note to end it on, really. But um, Jake, thank you, <laughs> thank yeah. you very much for, for joining us. Um, and one day good? we'll all die, and it won't matter. Don't anymore. forget, Timber <laughs> wins the season. Well, there you yeah. go. Um, what, what, what are you doing at the moment? What, what, where can people find you doing fun stuff on the internet at the moment? Oh well, you can come check us out on live stream. I mean, that's a that's a great time. So we can talk about cat milking with Weasel and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can get all of our tens of tens of fans um, engaged there uh, but yeah we're, we're looking forward to next season hopefully um, I'm really working on a new bot so it's hoping I can get it done and not have to bring back Hydra unfortunately that is <laughs> that is the case I, I really I, I know the bot can do great it's going to win more than 50% of its matches with me driving somebody else driving that's might be different but... <laughs> Uh, I, I want a big weapon, and I want to play the ground game. I want to be able to drive around the box where I want to actually show off skill instead of getting trolled every match. Oh, you just sit in the middle and camp. You just sit in the middle of camp. I can't move, man. You can see me stopping. It's not me stopping. It's the floor stopping. So, yeah. Time for something new then from from Team Wachi. So what? Time for something new from Team Wachi. Uh at least one thing new. Okay. Maybe two things new. Ooh. I I know the the old fusion is maybe out to pasture already. We sold off most of it as it is, so uh, I'm hoping that we can get that one dialed in so it doesn't start on fire so many times. Maybe we'll call it cold fusion next, so it's icy <laughs> theme. Nice, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, Jake, thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, you've been extremely entertaining and uh, good value, and yeah, hopefully. Well, Okay, Hopefully. value, I guess. Nah, no, you got to uh, take it with a grain of salt. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's it's always like very interesting. And like kind of, you do give a lot of different takes to what a lot of the community do. So it, it's always really interesting to hear what you. That's to because say. they just like blowing smoke up everybody's ass. I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, honestly, thank you for your time, and uh, hopefully you'll join us again at some point, maybe later this season, maybe next season. Who knows? After I win the nut. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna have That's to have it. me on, right? That's we, it. We've we've heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, though, I have been Sam at sixty-four. I have been World of Woodrow, and I am Jake Ewart, and myself and Jevon. Hopefully, Steve. We'll see you next week for more BattleBots. We'll yeah, you bomb, then. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely called out. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. <laughs>